back to the COVID crisis. Now, no getting away from it, really. Professor Neil Ferguson, who is one of British, uh, the British government's advisors on coronavirus, has resigned after admitting an error of judgment when he went against his own vice, advice. Uh, bit of a Freudian slip there. His own advice and allowed a woman said to be his married lover to visit his home during the lockdown, according to the Daily Telegraph. Who needs the news of the world, you might be asking. He's nicknamed Professor Lockdown. Um, Neil Ferguson, one of the most influential scientists in the UK on the COVID-19 outbreak. And it was his modelling that led to the Prime Minister Boris Johnson announcing the UK's lockdown criteria. For more, I am joined by Sky News correspondent Enda Brady. Enda, give us the full circumstances surrounding Professor Ferguson's resignation. Good morning, Sean. Good to speak to you again. Well, this goes back ultimately to he, he wrote this report that pushed the Prime Minister into announcing the lockdown March the 23rd, unprecedented times in peacetime in the UK. Everyone at home. Uh, it is a lockdown of sorts now, if I'm honest. But at the time, he had modelled and come up with a figure of half a million deaths in the UK if Britain did not shut down immediately. And this was what Boris Johnson based his lockdown on. So March the 23rd was when the Prime Minister put the UK into lockdown. Now, spool forward a few weeks and we now learn uh, that Professor Ferguson had uh, invited his friend, stroke married lover, if you believe the papers today, to his place in London. She'd travelled from South London, so a journey across the city on two occasions, uh, March 30th and April the 8th. My question would be, we're now on May the 6th. How has this taken so long to end up front page news? If you're wanting to be very cynical, Sean, um, you could look at what happened last night and the fact that the UK death toll has gone past Italy. There's no mention of that on many of the front pages today. They're all looking at this. You're not suggesting that uh, bad news is being buried by way of this diversion, are, are you? Well, uh, there's a lot of cynicism online this morning about the timing of it, Sean. I mean, it... it, it it's interesting how something that happened on March the 30th has suddenly hit the pages of the newspapers, um, the Telegraph, on May the 6th. How how was he rumbled? Okay, as you say, it's over a month, a month and a week, say. I mean, how was he rumbled? Uh, That hasn't come out, but I would imagine, you know, this scientific advisory group, there's been a lot of focus on them over the past couple of weeks, particularly when we discovered that Dominic Cummings, the Prime Minister's chief advisor, uh, was sitting in on some of the sessions or certainly listening in. So there's been a lot of questions about who makes up the scientific advisory group, who are these people, what advice are they giving, what is their background, and uh, it wouldn't be uh, a too far a leap to suggest that maybe a photographer clocked someone going into his house or saw him coming from a meeting and saw her. Um, Basically, he has been rumbled. He's held his hands up and he said that it was an error of judgment. Um, Last night, the the wording from Whitehall sources was that he was stepping back from his duties and this morning now it's a full resignation. So he's gone and I noticed the Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, uh, in conversation this morning on air with a colleague of mine has said that um, it's a matter for the police if they want to look into it. So... it may have yeah. some legs in this story yet. Uh, the Telegraph reporting, as you say, the first visit uh, by Miss Stats um, uh, on the 30th of March, a Monday, and then the second one um, just over a week uh, later on April the 8th. Um, and um, this was as well at a time, I, I think, um, when the man known as, uh, nicknamed, as we say, as Professor Lockdown, he had just um, been self-isolating after testing positive for the virus. Yes, 
he had had the virus in the same week that the health secretary got it, that the chief medical officer, uh, Chris Whitty, got it as well. It was, it was around the time when people were quite literally at, at a very senior level here, dropping like flies. You know, it started with the health secretary, chief medical officer, the scientific advisor was self-isolating. And then, of course, famously, the prime minister ends up in intensive care with it. So it was, it was a very, very difficult time. Um, he's all over the front pages today, but... Uh, I mean, a lot of people are questioning now, you know, okay, you can talk about hypocrisy and stupidity and an error of judgment. Some people are saying, you know, this guy's one of the most eminent scientists in the UK in dealing with infectious diseases, and him being out of the loop now completely could actually hurt the country's response going forward. Is there a suggestion in that that he should have been given a fool's pardon? Yes, I think some, some people are saying, I'm just looking at the comments online, and it's, you know, obviously, you know, take it with a pinch of salt, but some people feel that he's done the right thing in resigning, and others are saying, well, hang on, this guy is one of the biggest brains in the country in terms of dealing with infectious diseases. You know, he got a, an OBE from the Queen in terms of his work on the foot and mouth outbreak in 2001. So, you know, he has decades and decades of experience, and there is that argument, but perhaps, you know, a rap on the knuckles and a public excoriation from the, from the Prime Minister would have been suffice, but he's completely out of the equation now. He continues his work at Imperial College, but he won't be part of the scientific advisory group. Okay, and thank you indeed for joining us. That's Enda Brady there, Sky News correspondent. We'll have more on lockdown, lockdown anthem with Christy Dignam after the break.